yeah, it's uh, it's fun stuff. Yeah, for sure. So cool. How have you been? I'm good. We had some good conversation before we even hit record, so that's right. Uh, that's always good to get the not nerves, but just like you know, get some of the conversation out. But then get the a lot of it. It's like, man, I wish flowing. we would have hit record because there was some good stuff there. Yeah, yeah. We were talking a little bit, and I wanted to ask you just what the weirdest business that you've ever seen. <laughs> so I and uh, we've talked about this quite a bit. So I think I've been like noticing it more as I'm looking on social media or whatever and a, a news story comes up and this one's probably not appropriate, you know, and some people might think that it's gross. I think that it's gross, but, uh, um, oh, I think I know where you're going. Okay. <laughs> I sent it to you. But the thought that I had after I saw this was nobody has an excuse to say, Nope. Uh, I can't go out on my own and start a business and make money. So I, this was posted on, I think this was on Glenn Beck. So maybe, you know, like I've got multiple news, you know, sites that I just have on my social media so I can just kind of flip through them and get kind of a, an, an idea of what's going on. So this one was a girl was bottling and selling her farts. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever... Number one, that's disgusting. Number two, wow, that's very creative. Number three, how did we get here as a society that people are paying money for that? Four, who's the first person to sue? Yeah. Uh, when, yeah. Know. Like, so anyway, but, you know, just with a heading like that, I had to go and like yeah. read the article a little bit. She's making over $100,000 <laughs> a year, supposedly doing this so you know i mean what whatever it is people think that they lack in creativity or they think their their idea will never you know succeed boy there's there is markets for things now that there has never ever ever been markets for before and not just in that kind of a way in legitimate like you know we've talked about you want to knit sweaters for cats like There is probably a market out there for it. And the more niche, the the better. Mm-hmm. Because some sicko that's willing to to buy that fart jar, <laughs> I don't even know how to call it or what to call yeah. it or what it is, that's a pretty niche market. Yeah. You know, so if uh, everyone was into that, then, you know, maybe jars are going to go for two, three bucks. Obviously, <laughs> these jars are going for thousands of dollars um, because of... She was like a supermodel or like an Instagram know. star or yeah, something like something. that. I have no idea. She yeah. obviously had a lot of followers and then was able to. She had you eaten know. the right foods. <laughs> I guess. Like, what I, do you do? I, I You're like, know. I need to eat a bunch of protein powder without very much water. Well, she even said that she had videos on how, like, what she eats and stuff like that. Like, I just, I just don't like understand it. But so my cousins used to do that. Not to sell, but to, to just see what grows in there. Uh-huh. That's so gross. Yeah. Um, but they were probably sitting in a room, and she's like, guys, I don't know what to do. I don't have any skills. Like, the only thing I can do is fart in a jar. And the marketing <laughs> guy's like, that's it. That's it. That's it. it. Fart in a jar, you're going to make a million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's and it's hilarious to talk, which is good. You know, I mean, I think it's – but it really proves a point that if you really, and I think a lot of people say that they want to go start their own business or whatever, and 
they they talk a lot and yeah. they they just don't ever do it which is fine i mean i don't totally I, you know whatever but there is no excuse if somebody's like yeah. well i don't have any good ideas oh. you probably have so many more ideas than you than you believe i don't yeah. know one well, i've read books and heard things and they're like just go solve a problem just go solve a problem and that's true like solving a problem uh, it, it does work. You can build a business around solving a problem. But nowadays, at least where we live, you know, and in most of the world, there's definitely third world countries and there's, you know, places that, that don't have the luxuries that we have. But yeah. For the most part, all of our needs, needs are met. So, like, there's not a lot of need out there. There might be things that we don't know that we need that someone creates. But really, right now, we live in a market where people just want stuff. Mm-hmm. They want farts in a jar, apparently. <laughs> um, someone then she needs to figure out how to make that into an NFT. I don't know how you do that, but NFT that thing, and then every time it's sold, it uh, she gets commission off of it. Well, and that's but, the other thing too. Like I'm looking at at my kids, and they're way into video games and whatever, you know. And it's easy to just go like roll roll my eyes at it and be like, dude, get outside and whatever, you know, which there is some balance there. For sure. But it's already the world that we, you know, technology, video games, all of these things, if they're really into it and they're like, because like especially one of them, he's like, oh, like this game's really cool, but I think that I could build something, you know, like he's already like, trying to figure out how to make a better game or whatever, yeah. you know? And it's like, why Why would I want to, you know, contain that creativity For or sure. diminish it? Yeah. You know, because it's already, even though I don't understand it, um, you know, and, and I don't necessarily understand it to the point where I'm like, hey, that's a great idea. You should, you should do that. But it's more of a, I don't understand that, but obviously you're passionate about it. Yeah. So you should go and, and check that out and see, you know, go down that road and, and learn about it because it it blows me away too. these, you know, there's video games based around crypto where people are making huge money in playing video games. And I don't understand it or like this, um, virtual reality stuff where people there's actually architects building real estate for people inside of these virtual reality games or whatever and getting paid for that in crypto and then they're transferring it back you know i mean so they pay with ethereum and then ethereum is money you know i mean so you know so if that's your thing go figure out a business or a way to do that you know i mean that opportunity wasn't available five years ago Mm -mm. you couldn't you legitimately couldn't really play a video game I mean, there's ways that you could, but not as prolifically as, as there is now that if you were into video games or, you know, it's just, there's so many opportunities that have so opened many. up. And it blows my mind when I hear about these things that people are doing for money. Yeah. Well, and, I, and huge amounts of money. Yeah. I, I mean, I just burped up some C4 and I was thinking about bottling it, <laughs> selling it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, when you were talking about, you know, kids and video games, uh, someone that I think is pretty big in the self-development and, and business world now is Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. And you and I have talked about how he, he doesn't suppress his kids on video games and stuff uh, because he's like, that's the future. That's how they're going to make their living. Mm-hmm. And maybe they make a million playing Madden or they become a developer or they this or, or they that. And 
I like what you said about balance. I don't want my kids on video games all day. I want them to go outside, learn some skills, get out, exercise. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the, the world is becoming digital. So even if you're going to do a physical business, you still got to know how to run things like social media programs, take the correct pictures, edit them. I mean, everything, even, even this stuff that we're doing, which is more just for fun and to help people. There's a certain skill set of uploading it to YouTube and getting yeah. the right pictures and how to set it. It's just interesting. Yeah. You know, if, if my parents would have been like, no, nothing, no TV, none of that. Well, it maybe would have held me back from some of these, these type of things, even just this. Yeah. And so balance and then letting your kids do what makes them happy. Letting your kids know that that video game can make you happy. Soaking outside, let's find some balance there. And what is happiness? And to actually teach our kids what happiness and fulfillment are. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I just, you know, with all of that, I think that it's just incredible the amount of opportunity that there is, you know, for yeah. people. If you, if you really want to create something, if you really want to, you know, maybe you're in a situation you don't like, maybe um, you want more money, maybe you want more family time or, or whatever it is yeah. like there's a way to create whatever lifestyle that that somebody wants to it's just kind of scary because you've got to take a step into that unknown but i think a lot of people we look at you know like maybe gary vaynerchuk or whatever these people that are very successful entrepreneurs very successful business people we see them now we don't see them 20 years ago when yeah. they were you know working in their dad's liquor store you know which yep. is the case with him and he's you know, i heard an interview the other day he's like i wasn't thinking to do a multi-million dollar a year business like when i went off and did my marketing stuff i was hoping to make a hundred thousand dollars a year yeah you know and so here we think oh well gary vaynerchuk has all the answers and he knows all the things and he's probably the first one to say i don't i don't know any of it you know like he's good at seeing the future and that kind of stuff but I think as far as day-to-day, -day, a problem comes up, you figure out a way to solve yeah. it, and you move forward, um, which is a lot different mindset than we've kind of been programmed as you just go to work and, you know, what whatever. So it's just – I think it's just a mindset shift for, for sure. people it's, is, is all, of, all it is. And these people that we think have all the answers, they don't. They just figure them out, you know. Yeah, and, and they're the same as all of us. It's just we're all on – uh, a different journey. You know, his journey happens to be, he wants to own the, is it the jets? Yeah. So he's like on a mission to own, own the jets. And Elon Musk is on a mission to go to Mars. And yeah, you know, we're on a mission to just help people understand that they're not stuck. Mm -hmm. They can go out and they can leave the grind of a nine to five and they can go do what they want. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and life is good. Yeah. You know, it's ups and downs, but it's uh, it's worth failing. That's for sure. Well, and I think that's the key is just fail. You know, f failure is just part of it, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's just, it's good. You yeah. Know? I, I, I mean, it's, yeah. and you get to one success with lots of different failures probably, well, not probably. You do. Yeah, yeah. I think you have um, to. But but nobody really sees that part of it, and so, you know, it's hard to be 
I don't know. It, it's just not highlighted as much as the successes. And so it's, I think that there's a lot of fear surrounding failure just because of that. You know, we don't talk about it a whole lot. What helped me understand failure better is when I found what I think is the best definition for success. So you can go out and find all the different definitions. But uh, Earl Nightingale said, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Mm. So progressive, so you're constantly progressing. Realization means that you're trying to make it happen. Uh, worthy, so it's good, it's a good cause, and ideal, so some something good. So just progressively getting better at something that's good. Hmm. And if you do that, so let's say a stay-at-home mom. That's what she wants to be, and she wants to be good at it. She's going to fail a lot. You're going to make mistakes with kids. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You could see all of this as, as failure, but really it's just all learning experiences to become a great mom. Yeah. And because she wants to be a stay-at-home mom and she's good at it, she's successful. You know, a lot of times we put success in money or how big my house is or truck, dirt bikes, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. no. It can be anything that you want it to be as long as it's good. I just don't think that, you know, uh, someone's a success because they, well, just something bad. You know, like I, I successfully sold nine kilos of heroin. Like, okay, well, maybe just change that, you know, you sold them. But that, that to me, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, as long as it's moral. Yeah. A moral goal or a moral vision for your life, I guess, or something like that. Yeah, moral, ethical, legal, um, worthy ideal. Mm -hmm. And uh, that just helped me because failure is nothing more than a learning experience, a small setback, just something that we have to change so that we can progress into the future. Well, and I think I like that a lot because another uh, another one of those, you know, uh, personal development type people, I can't remember who, but talked about success exactly like that. Like, what if somebody writes down that, you know, this was kind of an example that they gave, I think, that was something along the lines of they wrote down that they wanted to move to the forest, build their own cabin, live off the land, and, you know, that was their goal and they or their vision, and they write that down. And, you know, pretty modest lifestyle, you yeah. know, to go and do that and live off the land. But he says, well, did he do it? Yeah, he did it. Okay, then he's a success. Yeah. He planned that out. He had that vision for his life. And then he went and took the actions to achieve it. So, yeah, he's a success, even though in money terms or some of the terms that other people might might measure success in, you know, are, aren't there. But to him, that is what he considered a success. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of what it was. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that everybody gets so tied up in looking at other people and thinking they have to achieve that, you know, to be a success. I, I'm the same way, you know, I'm guilty yeah, of it I'm too. I'm perfectly fine with people going and achieving things. Like yeah. Ha go have that big house, get get yeah. those big cars. But I think what it does is as soon as they get there, they, they realize, oh, I actually really cared about my family this whole time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the house that I cared about. It wasn't the cars that I cared about. It was my wife or it was this, yeah. it was that. And so it's good. Like go out and achieve it and find out what really is success 
for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, it's kind of, it's interesting because it's such a personal thing, yeah. um, you know, to, to decide what we want in life. But I think a lot of times we forget that and we think, well, what's so-and-so going to think if I quit this business or I quit yeah. this job or whatever? And we make it about everybody else and what everybody else is going to think instead of just going with what we want to do, you know, yeah. and, and, and what's successful to us. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, I've been reading a lot about, and as soon as I say the word, it, it conjures up something that's not what it really is, but Tantra. A lot of people, like, when they hear Tantra, they think sex, because, like, tantric, tantric sex or whatever is kind of a thing. But the idea of Tantra itself was actually coming I don't up. even know what any of that is. So well, you got to look up both of them. <laughs> no. Um, no, so um, Tantra, at least from how I understand it, Buddha did his thing. And I, I guess he was pretty successful. His dad wanted him to, or at least his family was, they wanted him to go out and kind of do the family business or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. He never felt okay with it. He wanted to feel fulfilled and, you know, reach enlightenment or whatever that was. I could be getting this Buddha story totally wrong. So people should actually go out and like mm -hmm. look it all up. But essentially, he starves himself for six years, finds that starving himself didn't help him to reach that enlightenment, ends up doing a bunch of things, finding out kind of the Buddha, Buddhist way of thinking, which allowed him to feel fulfilled and then teach other people how to feel that fulfillment and kind of be one with nature and the universe and all that. So then there's this really rich king or ruler of some land that goes to him and he goes, I want to feel enlightened as well, but I'm really rich and you're really poor. How can I reach that level of feeling mm -hmm. while still having a lot of stuff? And uh, so the Buddha kind of came up with this um, radical, it, essentially radical acceptance of oneself and their circumstances and where they're at. And that kind of became the, the, the way of Tantra. And so kind of where I'm going with this is um, no matter where we're at, like radically accepting where we're at, who we are, um, why we are who we are, and then we can have goals. You can go out and reach things. But mm -hmm. when you make a mistake, uh, accept it. Like we made that mistake. Own it. Fix it. Learn from it. Keep going. And um, life is all change. Yeah. So, for sure. You know what? Just talking big house, big cars, whatever. That big house really might not be what we want. But on our journey to get it, we find what we do really want. Mm -hmm. And then radical acceptance of, hey, I changed that. I actually want a small house and more vacation time, more time with my family. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. So. Well, and it's kind of what we become. You know, in the yeah. process, like I've heard it that, you know, if, if you get a million dollars, you better become a millionaire pretty quick so you can keep the money. Yeah. You know, it's not just uh, a lot of times we point at people and say, oh, well, they're rich and they somehow like got lucky to get that. Well, th if you get to know successful people, that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, rarely it is. Yeah. But a lot of times those people have become that through years of hard work, mindset, 
goals, vision, you know, I mean, yeah. they've, they've become that person and it's, it's more than just a amount of money in a bank. You know, it's a, it's somebody that makes goals and follows through with them, has a vision for their life and knows how, you know, makes the, the thing happen to achieve that, um, has a positive mindset most of the time and, and is always conscience, con- conscious of improving the mindset. You know, I mean, yeah. there's just lots of qualities in becoming successful that really have nothing to do with money. We just, for some reason in our world and society, that's what we gauge it all on, you know? And, and it's probably it's probably easy to do that because it's a number, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, numbers are easy to, to quantify and think about, but the person, and, and I guess not all millionaires are that way. Some are go the other direction probably, you know, but I think for the people that I know that are successful, most of them have become the epitome of what a successful person are. You know, I mean, they're very kind, very generous, very um, hardworking, motivated, um, you know, that kind of stuff. And, And so I think that that process of becoming the best version of whatever kind of person you want to be is probably bigger than the money reward, you know, a lot of times. So, yeah. And it's the whole cliche and it's hard to believe when you're in it, but the journey is the part that matters. Yeah. Like once you arrive somewhere, you just have somewhere else to go, you know? So it's cool. Like we do want to achieve things. And, and I definitely don't ever want this to come across as that we shouldn't be writing down our goals and we shouldn't mm-hmm. be working for something. But also knowing that, you know, be, be water. Like Bruce Lee said, be water, my friend. Yeah. Uh, you, you're a river. Um, you're going to flow. Once you get to a destination, you're going to continue on. So write your stuff down. Mm-hmm. Let's achieve it. But um, enjoy the journey because, man, it's just um, the journey is good. Mm-hmm. the failures, the the ups, the downs, all of it. Um, and, and like you were saying, people and money, I, I believe that money is an amplifier. So if you're a good person and you have a lot of money, you can use that money to do a lot of good things. If you have a lot of money and, and you're an a-hole, it might make it easier to be more of an a-hole. Yeah. For sure. Uh, and, but like, like you had said too, uh, and I won't like keep on this, just the majority of highly successful people that I know are incredible, mm-hmm. generous, amazing. Um, and a lot of times you wouldn't even know it. You're, you're chatting with them and you're yeah. like, you're just like me. Mm-hmm. And they are. They're just like everybody else. They just happen to have that mindset that allows them to acquire. And the things that they've acquired raises the entire economy everything gets better because money's moving through the system i've really kind of struggled with you know i mean here we are the end of the year it's the end of 2021 we're going into you know a, a new year and um you know i think as tradition probably but also just you know as something that i've done in my own life kind of looking back over the last year you know taking kind of stock of what's happened where I'm at and everything, but then writing down new stuff for the upcoming year and new goals, new vision, you know, what do I want to accomplish? And, um, and just looking forward to that. I've had a hard time this year 
I've really struggled. You know, I've been kind of thinking about it over the last month. I don't have that much down on paper. Yeah. Um, like I've struggled with that a lot. And I think that a lot of it is maybe more of a realization of the mindset part of it of, okay, because I think I've really, like, I, I really believe in you get what you ask for. You know, yeah. like if you, th- I think that the, really that's the only difference. What's the, you know, the difference between somebody making uh, maybe an average salary and somebody making a maybe way above average income or whatever. I think it's just that person's mindset and look, you know, focusing on $20,000 a year or focusing on a million dollars a year. You yeah. know, I think that that's all it. It, it, and it sounds hokey and weird and, and everything else. Yeah. But, but I think because our minds will help us get in situations where we can achieve those things if that's what we're focused on. You know, if we're focused on just barely getting by, then that's what we're going to get. If if we're focused on, okay, how do I how do I make $100,000 this year or 200000 or whatever that number is that, um, you know, that, that people think that they might want, it's just the focus, you know? Yeah. And so I think that's made me struggle this year with my goals is, uh, and not even money. I mean, that's in anything, you know, the amount of time I want with my family, the amount of physical, um, you know, f- fitness stuff I want to, you know, um, work on or, you know, whatever goals I want to set there, my spiritual goals, um, you know, in all of those things, I've struggled because I, I'm like, okay, is that, is that what I should, is that uh, enough? You know, if I can just, if whatever I want is what I focus on, then am I focusing on enough? Am I thinking yeah. too small? Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I... Um, so I've had a hard time. Or then there's the other side of that too. It's like, oh, is, am I asking too much? You know, like yeah. you know what I mean? There's that balance, that internal battle that goes on. Yeah. Um, but I think too. I think okay, if it's just a focus thing, because I'm I'm willing to put in the work, you know. And it's just so I, if it's just the focus thing that that, and I think most people are. Most people work hard. I know. Yeah. Pe- oh, absolutely. Everybody I know works hard. Yep. So if it's just a focus thing, why shouldn't we all be focusing on as much as we possibly can to make our lives really good? We get the amount of time we want for with our family. We have the amount of money that we have to provide the things that we want to for our family. And we have the amount of money that we can help other people, you know? Yeah. Like why, if it's just, we just got to ask for it and then kind of be patient and start working in that direction and whatever... Why not ask for as much as we possibly can and then use that for good things? You know, that's yeah. that's been my struggle. Yeah. Maybe that sounds weird. No, not at all. And that's where the money is an amplifier sort of thing. Use that money uh, for good things. And as you were saying that, I, I struggle with the same thing. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm looking at something as far as a financial goal and then a physical fitness goal and then a, a spiritual goal and then this, like – that list can get pretty long. Mm -hmm. So we can chunk goals down into goals that will make us achieve other goals. So, you know, maybe it's, uh, you go, okay, well, I want to be better at my uh, weekly budget, but I also want to have 
10 million in assets. Well, in reaching 10 million in assets, it's making me be better at weekly budgeting. Yeah. You know, so then there's not so much to focus on. So, you know, I need to focus on my spirituality. Okay, well, uh, then I'm going to um, meditate, pray, read, religious text, 10 minutes a day, whatever that is. And, and then it, it, they, can, they help. So how we do anything is how we do everything. And everything plays into everything that we do. Like one thing I love about people out in the gym at CrossFit, if they come and they hit a 10 minute workout just as hard as they possibly can and they're, they're just like all out on the floor, they're a person that I would wanna hire. Because I know that if they're able to put that into a workout, they're gonna also come and put it into the job. Yeah. And you know, in church, there's something, someone that I would want to be in like a church calling because mm -hmm. they're gonna put everything into it. Um, so I love what you said. I think the key, at least for me in that, is just trying to chunk that down into um, generic enough goals that I'm able to reach everything that I want. So yeah, I guess it's a struggle, right? Because you want them to be specific, you want them to be measurable, you want them to be attainable. Yeah. But at the same time, man, we can like use those goals to reach other goals. Yeah. And there's always, you know, we're always talking about that element of the unknown, you know? And so it's hard, like I, I find that it's hard. So say, say, uh, say I want to make a hundred million dollars, but I've only made 50 up to this point, which I haven't. Yeah. That'd be great if I did. Yeah. But, Close. Uh, but you know what I mean? Say, yeah. say that I've made 50. Well, it's hard. You're going to have to have a different mindset. You're going to have to have, and maybe 50 and a hundred is not the right ratio, maybe 10 million to a hundred million, yeah. you know, but to get to a hundred million, it's going to have to be a lot different mindset, goals, actions than it was to get to 10 million, you know? Yeah. And so it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to make specific goals when there's also that element of the unknown. Um, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I feel like in order to get to other places in all aspects of our lives, you have to grow into that position, kind of not knowing what, you know, there's, there's trial and error things that, that, get us to that hundred million dollar person yeah. that are not evident at $10 million. You know what I mean? And so it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of a, a catch 22 or a contradiction that you want really specific goals. But if you're setting goals on what you only know, then there's an element there that is hard to reach that next level. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a little bit of that. So, and that's been my struggle is like, okay, well, I can make goals on what I did this last year, which I should, yep. but I should also leave some room in there for the unknowns and for maybe an opportunity that can elevate me to that next level, um, which is really hard to plan. You know, it's really yeah. hard to plan for and understand. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interestingly, it's, maybe I've struggled with all of this. Yeah. Maybe a goal is to accept one unknown thing that's going to happen. That's good in my life. Yeah. Well, what happens then? All of a sudden you start to notice all of these good things that were happening the whole time. We just never noticed it. I mean, that maybe sounds yeah. weird, but it's the reticular activating system in our brain. You know, it, yeah. it's gonna, gonna get us there. Um, I liked watching you when you said a hundred million, cause you kind of like hesitated a little and you were trying <laughs> to decide like what that number was. Um, 
But that's you know, not a number that has anything to do with me. That's just no, a huge number that is but, out there. <laughs> but if I'm right in my mind, like that's what you were doing. You were trying to pick a number that was huge. Yeah. So now you bring Elon Musk into the room and you say a hundred million and he's like, that's cute. Yeah. Like that's, that's funny. But also you yeah. bring my 11 year old into the room and you say a hundred million. He can't con he can't comprehend that. You know, he's doing chores at home and he's making $11 a week. Yeah. So he, you know, not going to, all that is, is mindset differences. Mm -hmm. And that's, what's cool about it. Um, earlier when you said, I think you'd said 20,000 to a million, you know, someone that's doing a $20,000 job to a million dollar job. And you're like, really, it's just a mindset shift. Someone might hear that and go, no way. It's not just a mindset shift. That's a huge, like that's a massive difference in, yeah. you go, okay, let, let's go with that. It is a massive difference. But as far as how you get to that million, whatever you're doing action wise each day is what is producing your 20,000. The actions are going to come from your mind. Mm -hmm. um, if our mind instantly transferred to the outside world, we would all be jacked. We would all be skinny. <laughs> mm -hmm. We would all have millions and millions. We'd have everything we wanted. It starts in the mind and then you have to make it become a habit and then it gets into the physical world. So really what you said, mindset, it, it's totally what it is. You have to become that million dollar a year person. And that becoming, um, when we start talking about goals and what we want, if we were to fall back on just, I don't even know what my goals should be, become a better person. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like if we can just fall back to that, we're fine. You become a better person, everything's going to work better in your life. Yeah. Relationships, finances, work, money, spirituality, everything. It all gets better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I – yeah, it's such an interesting thing. Well, and I think people look at the 20000 and the million-dollar, you know, comparison, and they're like – there's no way that that's possible. Yeah. Well, if you if you think that number one, then it's not possible for you. Yeah. You know, um, because that automatically takes that away. But like, there's evidence that people have done that all around us every day. Oh yeah. Like we, and we celebrate it as a society. But then when somebody wants to try for that or have a big goal, we're like, oh, uh, you know, it's you can't do that or whatever, all the negativity comes in. But like, I know tons of stories of people, you know, like even just one, I don't know the guy personally, but here in, in, uh, in our state, there's a guy that I think he's probably the largest, um, dairy farmer in the state, which is huge. Um, cause we have a huge dairy industry here and he, um, I believe came here from another country and started milking cows. That's awesome. That's where he started. Um, you know, and now he's the, I think, the largest dairy producer in the state. I guarantee you that most of the other people that he milked cows with probably are still milking cows. Yeah. You know, and so, and it's just, it's nothing, nothing bad about them. No. Nope. Not at all. It's just that he had a mindset that he knew that he could go from the 20,000 to the million and he thought that and had that mindset and then that mindset led to actions and those actions you know continued and you know over time 
that's what happened. And it all started with just a different mindset than the people that were around him. That was yeah. it, you know? And so, and there, I mean, that's not an isolated thing that happened. That's all the everywhere. In, I don't remember the exact number, but it was thousands of new millionaires that were made last year. Yeah. And you're like, wait, with the economy doing what it's doing, with the dollar losing value, with this, with that, that was thousands of people who saw an opportunity. Yeah. Man, I, it's interesting. Like now, or maybe it's that maybe a million dollars isn't worth yeah. worth what it was, what it was. <laughs> two or three years ago. But uh, it happens. It happens every day. I actually really enjoy looking at uh, just people from high school and mm-hmm. seeing like, oh, they're doing that. Wow, that's, yeah. that's amazing. That, that's so cool. Um, there's a guy that you and I know, um, and he's uh, he's doing concrete stuff. But he's like building swimming pools. Hmm. And he's um, just really cool stuff that... And he probably didn't think about that when he started no. his business. It was yeah. just an opportunity that it's like, hey, you yeah. know, what about that? Yeah, and if you talk to him in high school, he probably wasn't like, I'm going to build swimming pools for a living. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, he doesn't just build swimming pools. They're phenomenal. Like, they're incredible. They're like works of art. Hmm. And uh, it's on TikTok. you got to go look it up. It's, it's really good. And um, he just has that mind of, you know what? I'm not just going to do it. I'm not just going to do this. I'm going to do the best. I'm going to make it the best, and I'm going to make it big. And, you know, that took time. It yeah. took time to get there. We're all in the journey, and it does yeah. take time. Yeah. People, people want it to happen fast, and then when it doesn't happen fast, they think that they've failed, when really it, they're probably right there. It's like there's the stories of saying it was right after my biggest failure that yeah. the biggest success comes. It's just right there. We just give up a little bit too soon. There really is no failure. We just gave up. And it's probably not that long. You know, looking forward, it probably seems like a long time, like five years. You know, like I I really think somebody can change, completely change their life in multiple aspects in five years' time. Oh, yeah. Probably a lot less. Probably two or three. Yeah. Um, But, you know, five years looking forward kind of seems like a long time. At the end of the five years, you look back and you're like, man, that went by so fast. And I am in a, you know, everything that we, you know, well, and I think it's probably natural for everybody. Everybody feels that way. You look at a year and you're like, man, I'm a completely different person than I was a year ago. Or at least I hope so. I hope everybody does. Yeah. Um, And if not, then put down some goals so that in a year you can look back and go, man, I'm completely different than I was a year ago. But I mean, everybody's that way. I mean, our families are completely different in a year. Our circumstances a lot of times are completely different in a year, you know? Um, a year's a long time. It like is. a year is a long time and a short time all in the same yeah. way. Like you can accomplish a lot in a year. Um, even though it goes by fast, but I really think that within two or three years, if somebody really wants to change, completely change their life, like, yeah. And wants to be in a different place. That's totally possible. Yeah. Well, here's how long a year is. Everyone sets a New Year's goal, and uh, the st- statistic for gyms are within two weeks, numbers are back to normal. Hmm. Well, That's it, how long a year is. It goes Two the, weeks is too long. And so that goes right back to the, the, the guy milking cows, you know, like the guy that's now the top producer in the state was the guy that said, hey, I'm going to do this, and, you know, 
everybody else in that that was milking cows with him probably had similar thoughts. Yeah. They just, after a week or two or maybe a month or maybe six months, it was like, ah, oh, you know what? That's just, I'm going to be content where I'm at because that's just not a possibility for me. But he continued to do that past the two weeks, past the month, past, you know, have that mindset and take small steps to do that. It's cool. You know, I, I mean, and it's the exact same with fitness. How many people do you know that's six months later, how much, how much progress can somebody make in six months? Oh, it's, it's insane. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when it's dedicated, honestly, when it's 80% dedicated, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, I mean, to the point that they're a completely different person. They feel different. Completely they look different. different. Everybody treats them different. Yep. And, and people are, they're treated different because their confidence has changed. Yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is, here's my story from young, young times. So, uh, fat middle schooler, like chunky, mm-hmm. like 200 pound middle schooler. Um, my neighbor, I said to him, like, who's a friend, neighbor friend. Uh, I was like, Hey, let's race. And he's like, there's no way you could keep up with me, you fat A. And I was like, I'm not fat. And then I, I go look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, oh, crap. I'm f- I am fat. Um, it was weird, though. I actually, like, didn't have a lot of friends. Um, I, I think this was all, like, kind of subconscious. But over a summer, we're going to get deep here. I, like, went bad. <laughs> I went, like, no food. Like, pretty much didn't eat for a summer. Yeah. Lost, like, 40 pounds in a summer. Like it was, it was pretty crazy. And when I went back to school, all of a sudden it was like, it's like I had a bunch of friends Hmm. and, um, all it was, was me. It was me and my confidence level. I joked around before I was like, I'm going to, when I get older, I'm going to write a book called for every pound you lose, you gain a friend. Cause it was just, um, like I noticed that at a young age, like I changed myself. No one really cared what I looked like. I mean, people probably do. People do. People care what other people look like. They shouldn't. Like, stay within your lane. Stay in your own world. But for the most part, we just judge ourselves. Yeah. And then I have that timid, you know, oh, I'm going to hold myself back because people probably look at me like this. Well, in the summer, I changed myself. I go back to school, and all of a sudden, my social life had changed. No, my mind changed. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. And... Uh, I mean, that's a perfect example of just how that growth happens. You know what I mean? So then you had more friends. You were more likely to go and talk to more people. Yeah, exactly. Like it just builds on itself, right? Yeah. Um, Now we can go in the other direction. And that's where people need to be careful with, you know, the world that they're going to jump into with with this kind of stuff. Getting out of your comfort zone can can spiral you in a bad direction if it's really scary to you and so don't say that to scare people off but knowing that you know you can um you can go in good directions and you can go in bad directions well and i think that's the key is knowing what you want to become yeah you know and and not just focusing on being obsessed with a number in the bank or a number yeah. on the scale or whatever it's like well i want to i want to be in better shape because of these reasons you know really having some good well thought out intentioned reasons and not just 
so that you can show everybody up or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, I mean, that's really, I feel like a lot of people that spiral out of control, there's not that mindset sh shift that is really has some meat and potatoes behind what they're doing. You yeah. know, it's kind of a, maybe for acceptance or whatever, you know, I feel like when you really just try to be mindful in the goals that you're setting and really figure out what your vision is for your life and what makes you successful, it's 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 easier to go on. No, it's not impossible to go on the bad path, but I don't think anybody chooses like, oh, I want to be a terrible person yeah. and use all this stuff to be terrible. You know what I mean? Like, I think that a lot of those people just get caught in that cycle because they've made some choices that lead to more choices and it's kind of a downward spiral where spiral where I think for the most part humans want to be creative and they want to feel good about themselves and they want to help other people feel good and you know and, and build on that portion of it I think I think most people are that way maybe yeah. I'm naive no I, I think maybe we're born that way and then get programmed differently pretty early on yeah maybe so I don't know either I, I hope I hope people are too. Yeah, I wouldn't say that my forty or fifty pounds or whatever it was. I, I wouldn't call it a success though. Like if we talk about a progressive realization of a worthy ideal, mine was fear of what people thought of me. So I mean, I kind of did it in a very unhealthy way. I guess we can take that unhealthiness that I recognized, and I, apparently now I've kind of built my life around doing it the right way. And so, helping others yeah. to do so it the it right way. Interesting, like mm -hmm. just to think about it. And I've never actually thought about it in that regard. Just always thought about how it all happened. But um, it's life is interesting. Yeah, yeah, so, it is. Well, and I think it's cool too that you have looked back and seen. Well, it wasn't really because I think a lot of people too, if they're not trying to figure out how to be better and all that stuff they could look back at that and be like oh well those people were just rude to me and you know did care about you know yeah but you've recognized that well no it was my mindset yeah like the same people are there i'm just more confident and so i'm going or you know what i mean yeah and so i think that that's really cool and i think that that's shows the amount of work that you put into mindfulness and trying, you know, being positive and, and all those things is, and I think that that's what puts people on the path to doing it the right way is looking for all of the, the good and the positive and, and, and all of that, you know, yeah. um, I don't know. So, and I did not come in here today planning on talking about when I was in middle school, but, um, you know, talking radical self-acceptance and then thinking back to everything, I, I had this weird obsession with Idaho history and mm -hmm. Indians and cowboys and the Wild West. And I was, I didn't really have a ton of friends. So I actually loved like the mountain man rendezvous stuff. And like, yeah. I made a capote, like one of those yeah. mountain man. Yeah, I got capotes. one too. Yeah. Um, went to the army surplus store and mm -hmm. got the, anyways, made yeah. one. And um, I wouldn't know any of that stuff though. I wouldn't know how to go trap predators right now, yeah. or, you know, trapping if I wouldn't have had that time where it was like, it was my dad and I, we went out and we, you know, my, my dad was my best friend still, still is a great guy and mm -hmm. hang out all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, if I didn't have that time, then I wouldn't know that stuff. 
So it was weird. It was like you learn some stuff, you gain a personality, some stuff happens, you gain some, uh, some, some self-confidence, then you get into a group, and life has just been this ever since. You know, you look back and it's all feeling good. Ooh, I could work on this. Feeling good. Oh, I'm a little down here. Yeah. Like that's all of life. Yeah. And I think once that is realized and accepted, radical self-acceptance, uh, that's when things can get a lot better. For sure. And I think it's cool, too, um, now, like in our current world, is there's, there is... Um, there, there is groups of you can find your tribe no matter oh, what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like back in, you know, I'm thinking back in middle school, junior high, high school, like you kind of just have to associate with the people that are there, Yeah. you know? And so now even, even talking about this in a business sense, you know, kind of like we started off on whatever you're into, you know, whatever people are into, whatever makes them feel good, whatever makes them feel happy, you can build a vision and a purpose for your life around that, you know? Um, And it's very easy to network now and and those kind of things. Whereas in the past, it's been pretty tough, you know? I mean, think about back in the day, you're into that kind of stuff, um, which I don't think that you're that abnormal because I was in the same stuff in, you know, middle school, Idaho. Like It was cool. That's all you wanted to do was shoot stuff, you know? And, And... that's all there was to is to do here sometimes yeah. not necessarily anymore but you know and so but think about that back then where i look now at all like the hunting groups and the fishing group like on facebook or whatever you know and there's a lot of i mean there's some downsides to these things too but i mean there is ways for people to be involved with similar people and gain confidence through that in ways that we've never had before Very you true. know and businesses or lifestyle situations that could be built around that too that we've we've never had so it's, it's kind of cool to think about that way yeah that is that is really cool and you're the sum of your five closest friends so yeah if you used to live in a city of 3,000 and there was no communication among each other you became that city of 3,000 yeah but now sky's the limit you yeah, can do whatever you want you got billions of people at your fingertips yeah that's that's cool how do you how do you go about just talking about goals? I mean, any have you come up with any best practices for setting goals? You know, here we are, end of the year, going into next year. Any systems or I mean, it's so hard. You know, it's not hard, but it's uh, hard to for me to write something down sometimes and. Like, is it because it changes? Yes. You know, it changes so much. And so you write something down in stone or you think that it's in stone. It's like, this is my goal. And then an opportunity comes along and you're like, well, that would take the place of that goal. Is that okay? Is it not okay? Like, do you have any goal making things that you've done that have worked out real well, I guess? Yes, but it actually plays right along with what you just said. I'll write it down no matter what. If it's something that I think that I want, it gets written down. Later on, it might be crossed off. But I try not to judge what I'm writing down or what I cross off because it's always going to change. I think a couple episodes ago we talked about how um, 
<clears throat> Kira had found a couple lists of things that I had written down. Yeah. It's really funny to look back and be like, I wanted that. I remember writing yeah. that I wanted a Kia Soul. Like to me, back in the day, it was like this new cool little car and... Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't want a Kia Soul. <laughs> and I'm okay with never having one. Uh-huh. But I wrote it down. Yeah. Now, in the process of maybe wanting that at one time, ended up with a, a different vehicle. Or, you know, you might write down... Uh, well, so I know I've texted you some of my goals for next year. And um, I've had a couple friends that have, have texted them through. And someone had written something, just a spiritual goal. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, that is a very simple, that's a very simple, like what he had written was very simple. Yeah. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, good for him. It was so simple. He, I know he can hit it. So anyways, I'm going off on a couple different things. But one, I would write down anything that I want and be okay with checking it off the list and saying, I didn't want that. If you check that off the list, that means you've grown. Yeah. You've changed. Yeah. And as long as you're going for things on that list that are a worthy ideal, then you're growing in a good direction. You're good. And then um, sometimes just making them really simple. Wake up in the morning and drink a glass of water. Well, if I can do that and be consistent at that, then I can be consistent at going in and working out every single day. But if I don't start with something simple like drink a glass of water when I wake up, it might be tough to reach that $100 million. That's, yeah, no, I like that. Just building consistency into you as a person I, yeah. like, I like that a lot yeah do you uh do you use affirmations at all do you so what i kind of do and i mean it's changed it's yeah. it's always changing but what i kind of do is i have a, a vision of what i want so that's usually like a written out kind of affirmation type yeah. document i keep a lot of it just like in my somewhere for me, it works best on like a device or something because yeah. then I can see it. If I'm at my computer, I can pull that up. If I'm on my phone, I can pull it up, you know, drive or something like that. And then it's easy to remind myself of that. So I'll usually do a document like that. That's kind of my overall vision um, and affirmation type stuff. And then I'll kind of have a list of specific goals, you cool. know. So yeah, that's kind of what's worked for for me but i it's always a changing process yeah. you know like it's it's hard to find something that works all the time Actually, and i think that's good and healthy yeah i i've come to the realization changing, of that yeah if it's always changing then that means you're continuing to try to do something to reach your goals and yeah. that goal might be a successful goal program so yeah. you're just you're going through the process right now on that and in me too like it's always changing i asked about affirmations because I, I recently changed up how i do it um it's once a day it's in my truck by myself because i don't want people to hear me because it's weird i try to do it with like emotion and emphasis and be really happy yeah and what i've done is i i pair something that i want to achieve that's big and something that i already have the idea there is that subconsciously, if I'm like, I am very happy and grateful that I'm in my Ford F-350, mm-hmm. then my subconscious is like, well, yeah, you are very happy and grateful that you're in your Ford F-350 because you're in your Ford F-350. Yeah. And then I pair that with something like, I'm very happy and grateful that we were able to help a thousand people this year start a new business. My subconscious mind might be like, you are? 
you do? There's a thousand people? Because I just said yeah. something that was real. I mean, the other one's real too. It just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But something that I'm sitting in and then something that we will achieve. And so I'm not a neuroscientist. Yeah. But. Well, we've talked about that before, how our brain actually can't tell the difference between real life and visualization. Yeah. Right? And so, yep. I mean, like you I love that how you said, well, they're both true, just one hasn't happened yet, you know? And so I, I think that's, yeah, that's awesome. I, yeah, I, you know, this, I think the last couple of years I've really, kind of, I used to be really hard on myself for like, well, I have to put down goals that I know I can achieve and they are like kind of set in stone, kind of like in my mind, you know? And the last couple of years I'm like, no, like, I don't have to know what it is or how it's going to happen if I want it as a goal. Like, I can put down something and and not know exactly how it's going to happen, you know. Yeah. And a lot of times an opportunity will come up that will, if I choose to pursue it and take the action correctly, I will usually have a chance to hit that goal, even if I don't know exactly how it's going to work out when I make the goal. Um, so I kind of... I've got to the point where I, I, if something comes to my mind, then, you know, same thing. I write it down. Um, I kind of take that as just a, a sign of inspiration maybe or something yeah. like that. Um, and then if I change it throughout the year or whatever, it's not a big deal, you know. Yeah. And, and it's kind of so. Or if it takes longer, you know. Yeah. Like I have goals this last year that I didn't hit within the year. Yeah. But they're still goals, and I'm still working towards them. Yep. And there was things that came up that took away from those goals temporarily yeah. so I could hit another goal. But now that, whether it's time or money or whatever, is now coming back into these. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of a – it's not an isolated – each goal is not an isolated thing. I think it's a whole conglomerate, yeah. you know, and things – we only have so much time and money and energy. And so things kind of move up and down and shuffle, you know, throughout life. And it's okay to, yeah, that's well, a long way. That's a, that's a long story and a long, long no, thing for me to say. It's good though, because it's our okay timeline is not the universe's timeline. You know, we, yeah. we, it, it's funny because we're like a year is a long time. Oh, a year is not a long time. Oh, it's this, it's that. Well, it kind of just goes to show that our timeline yeah. is it's not the universe's timeline. Like, you, you have those goals. You reach some early. Some take a while. Some you cross off the list because you've changed and you don't want them anymore. Other things pop up onto the list because that becomes more important. Um, you know, you and I both lived that out a little over a year ago, and, you know, we just changed our goals completely yeah. as far as careers go. Mm -hmm. And... Um, then that changed up a lot of other things. And then things that I thought were important weren't as important. But then other things became more important. And that radical acceptance of the present uh, at least has helped me with it. Yeah. Just this is how it is. And, um, yeah, I have some goals that I actually don't know when we'll reach them or if we will or if I'll care if I reach them. I don't know. We're, I'm in a, a different spot in goals than I think ever. Mm -hmm. I definitely still write them down. I mean, I sent them to you, at, at least some mm -hmm. of the more specific ones in 2022. Um, I do affirmations every day. Um, but it is not completely imperative that I hit each one of those. Mm -hmm. 
and I, there's probably some success gurus out there that would totally disagree with that too. They'd be like, no, like it's live or die. You hit that goal. Yeah. yeah more, I've struggled with that. Yeah. That's where, that's where I've, that's been my struggle. You yeah. Know? And I do have some that are like, you know, like fitness, like it's not a written down diehard goal, but four or five times a week, I've got, you know, like I've kind of built that consistency and it probably, it probably did start out as a written goal and now it's just kind of part of it. And I just kind of know subconsciously that it's a yeah. goal that I got to hit. And now it's a habit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, but then there's other, a lot of goals are very fluid. Yeah. It seems like, you know, which is maybe opposite it, of the point of a goal. Oh, it kind I of feels that way, but I good. really don't think so. It's ho- I'm, I'm, It's holistic. Yeah. You know, and now you say holistic and they're like, do I have to take vitamins? Um, <laughs> no, it, it's, uh, it takes that, that specific, what could be a specific goal and it turns it into our lifestyle. And I think that's the key. You know, you say, well, it might've started out as a written goal, but now I just know that I, I exercise four or five times a week. Well, maybe, uh, earning a certain amount of money, maybe earning that million dollars a year started out as a goal mm-hmm. and now it's just subconscious because you worked to get there and then yeah. people that are there they go well started out as a written goal but now i just do it like it's just it is what it is i'm able to provide that much value that i get a million dollars yeah so and it's hard to know too because how can you write a goal to make a million dollars if you're not in a spot where you have the knowledge to make a million dollars you sure. know and so i kind of yep. come to that realization too is like well just because I want this goal, but I don't know how to get there yet, of course I'm not going to know all of the steps and know all of the benchmarks to get there. Um, so I have to be okay with it changing along the way, you know. Um, you know, I can't, if I'm making 50000 a year, I can't make, I don't know what the goals are of a $5 million a year person. I just yeah. don't know. But if I want to make $5 million a year and that's, part of my vision, then I've got to work towards that. You know, maybe that's a longer term goal, but understanding that goals aren't going to be set in stone all along the way, because I I don't know what all the steps are, you know, I mean, yeah, that's, I I, I actually love that point. That's a very good point. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's goals are an interesting thing. Yeah. But I do think that just I think that there is kind of a wish list. If you want something, you have to write it down because that gets your brain working on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then even the, even the, just the exercise of writing stuff down, being mindful and thinking about the things that you want. I think there's power in all of that, whether it's exactly going to happen the way that we think or not. I think that that shows growth and, you know, just, that desire to be better and stuff like that. And so things start to happen around that just as an exercise in and of itself. Um, I feel like, you know, um, we it's kind of like it. a meditation or something. Yeah. I don't know, a little bit. Kinda. Yeah, for sure. Prayer, meditation. Uh, we've talked about it before. There is some power mm-hmm. that I don't get. I don't understand. But if, if you focus on it, it expands ask and you shall receive as above so below i don't know what it is but um you know we we talked about this book a little bit this yeah it works and in that book it's 15 minutes four dollar book to buy or you can just listen to it on on uh 
YouTube, it, it works book. He just talks about writing it down. And then once you write it down, you read it morning, noon, and right before you go to bed. And you focus on it. And throughout the day, you think about it. And I think he even says in that book, if something changes, take it off the list, mm-hmm. put something new on, and then let that just kind of be your guide. And uh, it, it works. It's so interesting. Um, I've written stuff down for years and done affirmations for years. But when, once I read this book, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick five things. I'm just going to write them down. I'm actually going to do this morning, noon, and night. Something that has really just, it hit and it's, it, it's showing me that it works is fitness. And mm-hmm. it's, it's my living. So, I mean, it's like, I, I know what to do, Yeah. but I just wrote down, um, 175 pounds and then this year 10% body fat I've never been that low ever I've never been that lean I'll I won't stay that lean either like that's too lean Mm -hmm. but I just want to I just want to see I didn't change a thing I didn't like go and write down you know I'm gonna eat this much I'm gonna exercise this much but a few weeks into it I was like I've really not had that many desserts I know I love cookies Mm -hmm. I love cookies so Mm -hmm. much um and we have one of those kind of Peloton bikes, but it's a Nordic track. Oh, yeah. I ride it about five times a week. I never did that in the past. Um, way more consistent with workouts, eating more protein. It's just weird because I didn't go, okay, I'm going to reach this goal, so now I'm going to plan all of this stuff out. All I did is told myself every single day, I weigh 175 pounds. I am 10% body fat. I can snatch 225 pounds. I can clean and jerk 325. Mm-hmm. You know, like going through what I can do, mm-hmm. what I am, and it's all happening. Hmm. But, but I'm not. All I'm doing is saying it every day. Yeah. It's weird. It's hokey crap. But it's in your mind, and yeah. so you are taking the actions to do that. Yeah. I've wondered, maybe I'll make this one of my goals, but like I've always struggled with like a little bit of like belly fat. Yeah. Like just, I, I, I just say, oh, it's just my body type, whatever, you know. But I've always been like, you look in the mirror and it's like, ah, oh, how do I get rid of that? Like I, you know, and I have done like carnivore or keto and like my fitness level is pretty good. Like I work yeah. out, I, I mostly run. So it's not like I'm like building those muscles necessarily, but, um, I'm like, man, why can't I just get that off? I've actually wondered if in, when I look in the mirror, if I can come up with something that's like, those abs look great. Instead of like, oh, what the heck's up with that little bit of belly fat I can't get rid of? Would that alone, that just that shift in mindset, change it to where in six months or a year, yeah. I have abs instead of... Yeah. Instead of some belly fat there. So maybe I'll make that one of my goals and affirmations and just try it out. I can confidently say yes. Not that you will have abs, but that it works. So um, even scientifically, there was a study done of um, uh, maids, uh, ho- hotel maids. Very not strenuous work as far as like lifting heavy, but they're moving all day yeah, long. Yeah, on their feet like yep. crazy. All the time. They're moving. They're on their feet. Um, their steps, their calories, burn per day, everything crazy. So this university takes them and they take half of the ladies and they bring them into a room or, you know, into a wherever. And they explain to them how much they're actually moving in a day. They go, you're burning so many calories and you're doing this and you're doing that. And because you're working so much, 
your health markers are going to be so good because you're, you know, you're moving, you're healthy because of your type of job. Mm -hmm. They didn't tell the other half of the staff. And it wasn't like a, hey, don't go tell people your thing. It was just kind of nonchalant, like half of you, you're so healthy because of your job. The other half didn't say a thing. The whole half that was told had marked differences in their blood pressure, their blood glucose mm. levels, their body fat levels, everything, just because they were told. Yeah. They're like, your job is so good for your health. Huh. And then all of a sudden, subconsciously, they're probably eating better. They're probably walking a little bit more. Maybe it's, a little more confident because they're yeah. like, well, I'm walking yep. five miles a day exactly. or whatever, you know? So I don't believe that it's that we're telling ourselves, hey, I'm, I'm going to have abs. And so we just will abs into our life. Yeah. We're telling ourselves, hey, I weigh 175 and I'm 10% body fat. And I say that confidently. And now my behavior changes. And that's the key. Yeah. And it's easy to see that with eating food. Obviously, you eat less uh, carbohydrate if you're not going to go work out intensely. And you can increase how much weight you're lifting and all of that. It's easy. You can see all that. It's not so black and white when you confidently say I morally and ethically and legally make $10 million every year and add a massive amount of value to the world. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, cool. Now what? We can't see the steps to get us there, but it's the same thing. Yeah. All of a sudden things start to change. Our behavior changes, our mindset changes, and we move into being that person that's making 10 million a year and adding massive value to the world. Well, and I think that that's an important point because people look at, oh, you just think something and, you know, you said it right there. Like, you don't just think it and your abs magically appear. Like, that's not the point of any of it. But the mindfulness is that you are changing behaviors and taking actions because you're thinking about those things. Yeah. Um, that's the magic of it, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, but... And, and so it's not, I mean, it's not like a hokey magic, black magic thing. Yeah. It's a legit thing. But it's interesting to think about, like, why are we so, why is our, as a, as a people, I think our mindset is something we don't focus on at all. Yeah. Um, but it's our biggest tool. Yeah. You know, and so, so it's just interesting to think about that. Well, why did you and I have to go search it out in books and podcasts and videos and documentaries mm -hmm. instead of learning it in school? In school. Yeah. You know, we had to actively search out how to go and be successful. That's weird. Yeah. It feels like one of the first things that should be taught. Hey, how to have a healthy mindset. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But it is. Um, I mean, I'm not going to get in the weeds here, but your oppressors are not going to teach you how to be unoppressed. Sure. So, yeah. And, and we're also our own oppressors. So we have to consciously break ourselves out of that. So when we're when we are talking to ourselves, we're affirming positive changes. Uh, you're breaking yourself out of that oppression. You know, I, I hold myself back from reaching certain goals because crumble cookies are so good. Mm -hmm. So I hold myself back. Well, then you know that one part of my mind is then able to overcome that other part. And I think that's the biggest key too: is we are our own oppressor and worst enemy you know yeah. um and it's just getting over you know kind of breaking through that like you said so yeah i don't know so if people cool. were to uh you know listen to this and then say okay uh, i just want to try something over the next week what would be uh 
would be something that they can just go today, tonight, take it out, make a change. You know, I think we're at the perfect time for a new and I kind of almost don't like saying, hey, set some new goals this time of year just because it's so cliche. Yeah. But literally, like a lot of times as humans, we look for like, okay, we're going to use this. You know, we look for a date or a time or whatever. Um, I think it's, you know, put your your uh, pride aside maybe a little bit yeah. and write down some some success goals. If there's some places in in somebody's life that they're not enjoying write down what you know what is your best life look like what's the you know what would make you happy what do you want to make you happy um start writing that stuff down and thinking about it more you know just a simple thing is thinking about it more we don't do it i know for my i'm pretty conscious about it and i write stuff down i don't do it nearly as much as i should be you know Um, so I think that that's, I mean, that's hard for somebody to track over the course of a week, maybe for sure, but, you know, make a commitment to write down maybe a a simple vision for your life and maybe a couple goals and say, you're going to commit to it for the next six months, you know, and, and really do it. Um, you know, it's not, not hard, not difficult. Um, you know, and, and just try it. And if nothing else, just commit to read over that list for six months. Yeah. You know, even yeah, you if, even if you're not actively work towards it, just read it. Yeah. 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 Just, you know, what is your wish list? You know, a lot of people don't have, a, I know I don't have a wish list that I should have. Yeah. You know, I've got a few things on there, but that's been my struggle this year is, okay, should I have a bigger list? Should I have exactly the house I want on there? Should I have what car and I don't really care about what car I drive yeah. but should I care about what car yeah. I drive and yeah. put it on there not out of being prideful or anything just out of that's what I want you know yeah. like should I be asking for the things that I want and then using that to not only benefit myself but benefit other people but yeah anyway that's a long that's another no, long I, explanation but I think writing it down write down a vision write down a few goals and just read over it for the next few months I always, when I listen to you, I like learn things and everything so we could keep this going on forever. But there were two things out of that. So you said wish list. I like that because sometimes when I'm writing a goal list down, I go, well, is it okay if I put something that I really just want on the goal list? You know, like I really want uh, that snowboard. Um, But like, should I put that on my list? Is it really that important for it? So my here's what i'm gonna go do i'm gonna make a wish list mm-hmm. i'm gonna have a goal list this is like for my life and the world and adding value and my family and you know spiritual all that i'm gonna go make a wish list too this just like i do want that tesla Cybertruck, even though they're kind of ugly <laughs> you know i yeah. i want one and yeah. it's on a wish list so yeah. then i actually don't feel um you know, because you're like, you know, not for prestige or anything like that. Because we're kind of consciously thinking like, oh, I don't want to like yeah. make people, you know, if, if we're having success, we also don't want people to think that we're flaunting it. So wish list. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Then there was number two, but I actually forgot what it was. <laughs> I Yeah. I, I think that's what I'm going to do too. I'm going to make a, I've got my, my vision sheet is kind of, you know. I'm going to review that 
make a few changes probably, but that's kind of a long-term overall thing. And then I'm going to make a wish list too. Yeah. And then uh, some goals, some goals as well to kind of work on too. So that's cool. I like that. Because I, I, th- I, I think we figured it out. I think, I think we so figured too. Out my problem. I think. I'm well, mine too. Yeah, spending time with my family is definitely more important than Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah. So for me to put those two next to each other, uh, is 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 weird. I don't like it. It's mm-hmm. it's not. I would give up any vehicle to make sure that I can go spend time with my family. So two separate ones. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to put more focus on the goals, the ones that I'm reading every morning, noon, night, the ones that I'm affirming when I'm being weird and yelling it out in my truck when no one's around or I hope no one's around. They're looking at me like, that's a weirdo. That's like, I think that's Zig Ziglar. I think he he had that similar kind of, yeah. I mean, um, I know he talked about things that he would have people do affirmations. Yeah. I actually remember my very first set of affirmations. I used to say it every day and they were, they were pretty vague. So, um, um, I would say I am a great and successful businessman. I dress for success. I am extremely successful in everything that I do. Um, and then this one wasn't mine, but I stole it. Um, day by day in every way I'm getting better and better. It's funny cause mm-hmm. I probably said those every day for, for five years. It all kind of fizzled out and they were very generic. I started to, you know, bring them in to, to be a little bit more specific, mm-hmm. but it's funny. I, I just, I remember those at least the first four or five every day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they work. And look where you're at. Yeah, of course it has. Of course it has. No doubt it has. You know, yeah, it is cool. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to do that. Thanks for that. Because, yeah, yeah, I like, I love that wish list idea. And we'll go make that happen. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. So, cool. Um, I was going to take some some stuff, but we'll talk to people a little bit in the future, like how they can how we can help them a little bit more. You yeah. know, there's this podcast. Um, there's an Instagram that we don't really do anything with that, that we'll start to do more with. Yeah. Um, but how people can work with us more one-on-one. We've been doing it locally, but we're going to you know take it a little bit further. So, and I think that's kind of, you know, some of our focus and goals for 2022, you yeah. know, as well. So yeah, it'd be good. It's awesome. Well, thanks for today, man. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thanks. So, good yeah. conversation. We'll see you next week. See ya.